Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, today we're going to start a new series. We're going to start the Gospel According to Luke. And uh, we've covered John, we've covered Matthew, and it is my goal to eventually have all the Gospels done and uh, a, a podcast and commentary on all four Gospels. Uh, so we'll be starting the this series today, uh, reading the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. You know, as I was sitting here preparing to do the podcast, I was just acknowledging in prayer uh, at the great privilege that it is to to do this work, but also at the great blessing that it is to just have such great access to God's Word. I mean, compared to generations before us, I mean, I, I don't think the early Christians could have fathomed the great access that we have to God's Word, much less the reach that we would have through things like this podcast. Um, I'm so grateful and I'm thankful that uh, not only do I have the great access, but that I can openly talk about it and study it and share it with all of you. And uh, it, it's it's a great privilege. Um, and uh, we just, because of the generation that we've grown up in, we just don't understand. We just don't get how lucky we are, how blessed we are uh, to have this. And 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 uh, so that I'm just acknowledging that this morning. Maybe you can acknowledge that in your own heart, that how blessed you are to to have this food, this water that satisfies the soul, uh, the Word of God. So I'm going to read Luke chapter 1 this morning, the gospel according to Luke. And I pray in the powerful name of Jesus, the powerful name of Yeshua, that you are blessed this morning, that it speaks to you, that it pierces your heart, that it, I pray that God would open up our hearts and our minds and show us things unknown, things that maybe we didn't notice before. And uh, so there you have it. That's enough rambling. We will be using the King James Bible. Uh, for the whole series, uh, as we typically do for just about every series. Let's begin. I've rambled enough. The Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verse 1. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they even as they. Be- as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theopolis, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. There was in the day of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. We have to stop real quick, because there's something that we, we typically, I think, would miss that maybe people listening at that at the time of this being written 
would be like, what? And that is that Zacharias and Elizabeth had no child. They were barren. And that was looked upon as, man, there must be some type of sin in their life. There's something going on. There's something wrong. You know, why have they been cursed? Yet what the scriptures actually tell us is that they were blameless before God. They walked in all of his commandments, walked in all of his ordinances, and were blameless. Not only that, they you know, the line, the lineage, the bloodline, like they they check all the boxes. They check all the religious boxes, right? Like Elizabeth is from the line of Aaron. Zacharias is a priest, he's a holy man. Sometimes things aren't what they seem. And it may seem like God is holding out on us or holding back from us or not blessing us. There must be something wrong. Maybe there's some behavior that I'm doing. or. But really, it's, it's just because God has a great plan and a great design for your life. And so things aren't going to happen necessarily in the timing and the way that you would prefer because he's got something bigger and better in mind which he clearly does for Zacharias and Elizabeth as we continue the story. Verse 8, And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him, an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Let's also stop and acknowledge that every time an angel shows up, nearly every time, a person is stricken with fear and the first thing the angel has to say is don't be afraid we often think to ourselves man it would be so great to see an angel have you seen the response of all the people who see angels uh, Daniel was stricken with fear on his face couldn't move because of the sight that he was seeing here we have Zacharias he's in the holies of holies and he's doing this incense and this angel shows up Verse 14, And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. I feel the need. I feel compelled to stop again. It says right here that he was going to come in the spirit of and in the power of Elias. Of course, it's talking about Elijah. Now, the prophecies, if you go back to Malachi chapter 4, verses 5-6, through 6, say that, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So there's a prophecy that this figure would come, Elijah would come again. And here it's telling us that John the Baptist, 
John the Immerser would come in the spirit of Elijah. Now, the disciples ask Jesus about this question. They say, why are we expecting, I'm paraphrasing, why are we expecting uh, Elijah to come? Jesus tells them in Matthew, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 14, he says, if you can receive it, talking about John the Baptist, this is Elias, which was for to come. Jesus is saying, if you're willing to receive it, if you can accept the truth, that was that, was that fulfillment. Matthew 17 Verse 11 through 12 says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elias truly shall come first and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elias has come already, and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer of them. So Jesus makes that point multiple times. We see it also in the book of Mark. And he answered and he told them, Elias verily, cometh first and restoreth all things and how it is written of the son of man that he must suffer many things and be set at naught but i say unto you that elias indeed came and they have done unto him whatsoever they listed as it is written of him so jesus is saying this is that fulfillment according to the scriptures that we're reading here let's continue we're ready for verse 18. Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answered him, saying unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and I am sent to speak unto thee, and to show you these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the, de in, the in the days wherein he looked upon me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art that art highly favored. And the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and she and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the Highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, 
she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped within her womb, and the Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice, and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of my, of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped within my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. So Elizabeth right here is, she hears Mary's voice and she's immediately filled with the Holy Ghost and then the baby within her womb is leaping for joy because it says that that, that child would be filled with the Holy Ghost from the womb. And then she prophesies about how Mary is going to be blessed because she believed the things that were going to be performed. If we go back, you notice that Mary didn't question the angel. She just said, let it be done to me, as the Bible said. Let's continue on, verse 46. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior, for he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and the holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has showed strength with his arm, and has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats, and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath hoppled, he hath hopen, hopen his servant Israel, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth full time came that she should be delivered. And she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they called him Zacharias, after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called and he asked for a writing table, and he wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all, and his mouth was open immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. And fear came on all that dwelt round about them, and all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard him laid them up on their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, 
and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform mercy, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, and holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew, and waxed strong in the spirit, and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. And that, my friends, is the first chapter in the gospel according to Luke. And I pray this morning, in the powerful name of Jesus, that you've been blessed, that your hearts have been filled with the meat and the milk from God's word. I just want to thank those of you who support this podcast and help me make this possible every single month. Couldn't do it without you, so thank you so much. That's all I have for you this morning, my friends. Remember to, to focus and acknowledge the blessing in your life, the privilege that you have to even listen to this word, the great access that God has given us. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.